Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, we are ready for our AM Minnesota program. It is such a pleasure and honor to have with us again the president of South Central College, Dr. Annette Parker. It's been a while since we have had her in studio. I don't know why. I mean, I... I shower every day and everything, Dr. Parker. <laughs> I, you've been a busy person, I suppose. I've been busy, but man, is it good to be back and in, in here with you, Gordy, and in this beautiful new space you've got here. It's awesome. It is awesome. And you brought with you a guest. Uh, good morning. Good morning. You want to introduce our guest? Sure. I'll let him introduce himself. <laughs> All right. My name is John Harper. I am the vice president of diversity, equity and inclusion at South Central College. I've been with the college for a little over seven years now, starting off in student affairs as advising and admissions recruiter. And now I am the Faribault campus liaison. And I'm excited to uh, continue to help this community push forward. Are you an alum of South Central? Unfortunately, no. Community colleges were not talked about uh, when I was in high school, so really? I did not have the opportunity uh, to get a formal education. But I say I have a lot of on-the-job training. I can't believe they weren't talked about. Dr. Parker, what do you think about that? I, that's kind of crazy since we've been around since, well, this campus has been here since 1964, right? Right, yeah. With so many amazing alumni. I'm just shocked. That the option isn't even mm -hmm. presented to the folks. Where did you say you went to high school? Minneapolis, Washburn. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even brought up. Right. That's unfortunate. But mm -hmm. we're in a revival right now. You know, I was reading an article this morning about the growth is primarily in the two-year schools right now across the country. And we're seeing that in Minnesota as well. Absolutely. So variable is up in enrollment. And... You know, uh, what I'm excited about that John didn't share is when he was at missions and advising, he grew this campus uh, significantly uh, pre-pandemic. So now he's back. Well, you left for a while? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't say left for a while. Uh, the North Mankato campus had some different needs at the time and uh as we continue, you know, to be post-pandemic and looking at all the amazing things that are going on in the Faribault community and to our Faribault campus, when the opportunity became open for me to be permanently here, I jumped at the chance. I've uh, always loved the drive on Highway 60. Now, I know that's controversial because winter's coming, uh, but this community has always done a fantastic job with the college and with our students. So now that I can be a permanent part of that and continue to uh, press this institution forward and quite frankly, get to smile every day when I come to work. Now, you said when I asked you if you were an alum, unfortunately, no. So obviously you've grown to love this school. Not only do I love South Central College, my love and joy for a community and technical education has expanded uh, exponentially. There are certain skills that all of our students have, right? Uh, everybody says community colleges are the place for uh, non-traditional students. And I say, I don't necessarily agree with that because our number one goal as a community and technical college is to meet the needs of the community. 
So we have all types of ages in our community. We have all types of different uh, cultures and ethnicities in our community, right? We have veterans. And so as long as we're meeting their needs, then I'm not sure non-traditional is the quite uh, the correct term. Right. And we should be lifelong learners, right? That's right. Absolutely. That's right. And, you know, we're the community's college, to John's point. And so you need to make sure that you're addressing the, uh, the success of the community, and offering the programs that are going to help uh, grow and sustain the community. So, you know, it's a great job to have. Mm-hmm. Um, Governor Walls proposed free education for the first couple of years. Isn't that right? Part of his well, measure was? L- let me explain what that is. And so um, the federal government will cover... Um, uh, uh, low-income students, and that they set that threshold at fifty-five thousand dollars. So anybody that made um, their annual income after you know they do their taxes uh, at fifty-five thousand um, dollars, they they didn't pay tuition anyway. The federal government picked it up. Ever you're saying? Exactly. Okay. So now uh, the state of Minnesota is going to pick up the difference of the fifty-five to eighty thousand. Okay. And it's tuition. Um, it doesn't cover uh, fees and uh, books and things like that. And so what we're doing is working with our foundation uh, to make sure we structure how we support the students a little different, right? Because if you're in the trades, you need, equi- you need tools, right? Um, you need books and you need other things. And sometimes our students need additional help. Like I met with them. I had pizza with the president yesterday uh-huh. and they talked about uh, transportation and sometimes they have to go to Mankato for a Pacific class. So how can we help them with gas cards to do things like that? And so we're going to think very differently with our foundation about how we support those students, but all students, because what if you make 80000 in one dollar? Those kids need help, too. The distance learning, do you do much of that at South Central? I mean, it's kind of hard with hands-on classes like you have, but... Right. And so, yes, we we do what you call hybrid sometimes. Um, And, you know, I'll give you a great example for Faribault um, where the one college, two campuses really help. So we'll have uh, um, maybe somebody teaching a hybrid class where some kids are sitting in a classroom in Faribault and some kids are sitting in a classroom in Mankato and it makes one class um, and that's good for two medium to small size um, communities, right? Uh, to be able to put those two together to make one. And that's where we can do things efficiently for those classes that is not a lot of hands-on. Right. Right. And then the faculty might be in Faribault one week and in Mankato the next week. Right. So we do we're very creative in how we do those things. That's awesome. I got to take a little break here, get our opening market report. And then we're going to come back and talk more about what's happening at South Central these days. It's been a while. I can't even remember the last time I saw the smiling face of Dr. Annette Parker sitting in our KDHL studio. In fact, this is the first time she's been in her palatial, spacious studio just off Central Avenue in downtown Faribault. Your opening market report is a service of your KDHL agri-boosters, including Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency in Nearstrand. 
Craig helps protect all things that are important to you. Northland Buildings, quality post-frame construction. Head to northlandbuildings.com. And Lance at L&K Concrete LLC Faribault. He's locally owned, locally operated, custom concrete flatwork and handyman services guy. Brings out the best in your outdoor spaces for the farm. He pours shop floors, aprons for the pole building, approaches for tractors, high-quality work. Go to l-kconcretellc.com, l-kconcretellc.com. Corn and cattle futures are mixed in the early going on Thursday. Soybeans and hogs are higher. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. With Stein, growers have access to decades of knowledge from the experts to ensure you get the yield benefits the products can bring. Stein, dedicated to yield, committed to you. Soybeans are up, export sales are marketing year high, and China bought another 110,000 tons of U.S. beans this morning. Crush margins are solid, and bean oils rallying on demand expectations. That is helping soybeans, at least to some extent. November's up four and a half at twelve ninety-two and three quarters. January's up four and a half at thirteen thirteen. December meal is down fifty cents at four twenty-eight seventy. December soybean oils up twenty-five points at fifty-two eighty-five. Corn's mixed. Uh, strong week for export sales led by Mexico, but overall demand remains kind of slow. Near-term U.S. harvest delays are spreading, and planting conditions in South America are mixed. December corn's up one at 481. March is three quarters higher at 495 and a quarter. And wheat's mostly higher with just a few stragglers in deferred Minneapolis. Ukraine says it's temporarily suspending movement on its Black Sea corridor due to threats from Russia. December Chicago's up six and three quarters at 575 and a quarter. Cotton supported by oversold signals and the weekly export sales numbers. Most active uh, December is up 51 at 84.32. Rice, though, is down with a little bit of technical pressure. Most active January is down eight and a half at 16.22. Live cattle are mixed and feeders are lower, waiting to see how much direct trades left to be done. Asking prices for what's left are at 184 plus live and 292 plus dressed. December lives up 35 at 179.77. January feeders are down 25 at 236.30. And hogs are supported by yesterday's higher close in pork. December's up 30 at 67.80 and February leans 82 higher at 71.52. John Perkins, Brown AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Again, our KDHL Agri Boosters include TNW Towing, your off-road recovery experts, free two-on fence, Faribault specializing in top quality fences for residential and commercial properties. Go to 321fenceinc.com, 321fenceinc.com, and they'll assist you with all of your fencing necessities. Again, Dr. Annette Parker is with me, and Mr. Harper is with me. It's John, is that right? Yes, sir. Boy, I, I was sweating bullets there trying to remember the... Because I didn't write it down <laughs> like a dummy. But I remembered it. Yes, you did. Yeah, John, thanks for coming in. Always And, and thanks for bringing them, Dr. Absolutely. Parker. Absolutely. Yeah, that was the plan all along, I take it. No, I stepped in his office this morning. He was there. I said, hey, I'm on the way to radio station. Uh, you want to come with me? And he said, yeah. Absolutely. Jumped at the opportunity. I love it. Resourceful young man. Yes. Fantastic. I can see why he's growing in your, you know, because he started out with student affairs, right? Now he's vice president. Yes, yes. And so he really knows how to help students. He knows how to recruit. I think that's important for 
the Faribault campus. So do you get up to Washburn then and recruit some of your... I think former. the last time I was there was the spring of 21, maybe the fall of uh, 22, just because I had that relationship. And so I traveled with the admissions team. I have not been there recently, uh, but we do have an admissions officer who was there yesterday and uh, came back and then gave a tour to a group of seventh graders. So That's fantastic. And, of course, other schools as well, right? That you yes. Get to go uh, to? We talk about Kenyon Martin Wanamingo. We talk about uh, Tri-City United. Uh, that that was always one of like my favorite places to go. And looking at all of our high schools that are within this particular region, um, I, I still love it, right? I still love the tours on campus, you know, see the smiling faces. And there's nothing like watching a student's eyes light up when you expose them to something that they weren't aware of as far as a technical career. Like mechatronics. Like mechatronics, like machine tool technology, welding, uh, our carpentry program. Um, I could go on and on and on, right? Business. Nursing. Uh, nursing, phlebotomy. Big time shortage of nurses. Yes. Yes. They're hiring all over the place. Yes, yes they, they are. are. Sign-on bonuses everywhere. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that program, um, I think the last time we talked, right, is right after we started that new program with uh, Faribault High School, yep. right? Um, and that's going great, you know, getting... Uh, future nurses uh, college credit before they leave high school and getting them ready so they can serve the region. How's that going? It's going great. The students are doing well, having high success rates. Mm -hmm. And so it's exciting. Get a lot of that education out of the way and it certainly cuts down on the expense. Exactly. And that's the main reason to it. Right. So we we have a great relationship with the school district and uh, it's, it's phenomenal. So this year, right, it's, uh, we started the manufacturing yes, we did. and construction. And that's going well, too? Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I know Metcon's always looking for people. Yes. Yeah. I know our carpentry program is getting ready to start another house here in uh, Faribault. Yeah, that's really, really exciting. Uh, we changed it down to a one-year program because we listened to our business and industry partners and, you know, uh, it's not only a viable career, but watching these uh, students, uh, male and female students, really take the blueprint reading, right? And all the things that come with being a carpenter to heart. They're really eager to get out there and start building the house. And so if I'm hearing you right, your business has said you don't need to have a two-year program. You can teach them everything they need to know to work for us in one year. Exactly. To get entry level, what the, um, I think it was a solution for both, right? Because, um, students were leaving also and getting the jobs before they complete it. Sure. So the, the employers now understand what skills they're going to have when they leave us. And then I think they probably also offer them some additional training, but it works for everybody because there's such a shortage. And you guys can work with all kinds of different companies. Exactly. With the, their, Whatever plans they have to have, right, in the workplace? Exactly. And, you know, uh, sometime this fall we'll be talking to a lot of the employers as you head west, southwest towards uh, uh, Mankato because they have a need too. So So they can utilize the program here as well. Fantastic. Well, John, what's your next? You got a plan? You got a list of things you want to get accomplished here? 
the list is extensive, but <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned in my seven years uh, working with this leadership team and being a part of the South Central College community, it's not so much about the what, it's about the how. And if you're going to build it, you want to make sure that it lasts. So we're working with our strategic plan uh, in the process of creating a new strategic plan since the one that we have is coming to a close. We're excited to announce just how much we accomplished in that plan, one of the main things that I'm looking at is the changing demographics. Uh, South Central College has become a amazing place for international students. And we are seeing these students come to us from uh, a lot of East African countries. Uh, we're starting to see certain Middle Eastern countries as well. And they love the Faribault community. And so as that population continues to grow and we can show them everything that South Central College has to have. I think we're going to see growth in this community at our campus for a very long time to come. Well, uh, Dr. Parker, I'm not, I'm sad to share with you a fear that I've had because there has been talk about cutting down on the number of colleges in Minnesota through the Minsky system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not the biggest college in the world. And for some reason, people think the bigger you are, the better you are. I don't necessarily agree with that. That's one of my big fears. Should I be scared about that or not? No, not for this college. Not at not all. Not at all. Um, there's a lot of respect for this college. Um, and, you know, um, you know, I want to thank uh, um, uh, Nort and, and uh, Jody at Genio. Uh, last spring, they presented to the Board of Trustees with me about the great work that we're doing here together. And uh, the chancellor said something to me. He says, boy, he says, Farable's really punching above their weight, aren't they? And I say, yeah, they are. Um, and so with the work we're doing here with um, the high school, for example, uh, that's getting a lot of attention across the state and quite frankly, across the nation. Yes. We've presented it at conferences. And, um, you know, I was at the White House about 10 days ago to mm-hmm. launch a President Biden's advanced manufacturing sprint announcement. I got invited to that. And I was talking about what we're doing at H2C. And the president of the American Federation of Teachers says, I want to come see that program. So we might have a really high, mm-hmm. high level executive for teachers coming to Faribault to see the great program we've offered here with our partners at the high school. So is the White House uh, Manufacturing Roundtable still in existence that you were part of? No, that's not. And that was uh, that was in the Obama administration. Yep, yep, it was. Um, You know, um, obviously, I think somebody must have remembered that work to get the invitation. I did a little over a week ago. Um, And what we talked about is the importance that uh, small and medium sized manufacturers had the support they need. We, we talk a lot about chips and uh, electrification of vehicles and stuff, but uh, America's co- economy is run by small businesses. And uh, they're right here in Faribault. They're throughout greater Minnesota, and they need support too. And so that's, the, that's what we talked about. And, John, I'm sure you tell the students they can make a good living in some of these occupations. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but more so than a good living, a good quality education and then teaching them, you know, as they're 
transitioning, uh, they're always going to be our students, but as they're transitioning into the workforce, how to give back to the community, how to stay rooted, how to stay grounded in the core values that we give them at the college. Uh, that's always fun and, and amazing to see. And it's actually translated to some of our uh, faculty members that were former students of ours coming back and teaching this next generation of students. Oh, that's and, fantastic. And and uh, we've got a student here in Faribault. Oh, yeah. A high, well, I'm going to talk about a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chandler. Yes. Uh, works at Fairway. So if you get, if you go to Fairway, ask for Chandler. He's a rock star. He's <laughs> been there five years. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, what is Chandler? 18, 19 years old. 18 or 19, yes. And he's president of the student senate. Born and raised in Faribault. This young man, uh, had pizza and politics, uh, this week on campus. He had representatives from Klobuchar's office. From Tina Smith's office, yes. From Brad Finstead's office, mm-hmm. he had our school, uh, the Fairbull School Board represented, the mayor, yes. Uh, Senator Jasinski, mm-hmm. uh, Representative Daniels, uh, it was amazing. Uh, it, it, and it, I was so excited to see these young people. They're going to be our future leaders, leading like that. And then we have another rock star, um, Chris mm-hmm. uh, Richter, uh, is was a PSEO student with us last year. He's a PSEO student this year. Yes, he is. He's from Owatonna. He is on the Minnesota State uh, Board of Trustees as a student representative. And so, talk about closing campuses. I don't think Chris is going for that. He loves his Faribault campus. I'm glad to hear that. You've you've, uh, reassured me there that we're not going to see this beautiful campus and the quality of education that it provides uh, shut down. Exactly. You know, we had the House here, yes. uh, bonding committee, uh, just this week. Um, we don't have a bond on this campus, but it was to support um, the uh, the bond for the city of Faribault. Um, uh, I think um, there were several others, Rice County yes. and Steel County Emergency Services. But we hosted it and uh, talked a little bit about the college, but also gave them a tour. And mm-hmm. people just love this campus. How could you not? I know. It's Mm -hmm. great. I mean, that, uh, what year was it, 2014, I think, that you did the expansion there? Exactly. It opened in 2014. We broke ground in 13, and it opened in October of uh, 2014. Those beautiful meeting spaces and entryway into the school. Mm Mm-hmm. And a great place, uh, the event center for the community to utilize. Yeah. That's given back to the community that you Absolutely. were talking about earlier, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, some of our Minnesota State colleagues, you know, we have employee resources groups. And so last spring we hosted one of the employee resource groups in the event center uh, in Faribault. And I said, hey, you got to come see all the cool stuff that we're doing. And so it was a, a two-day student conference and then a one-day professional development conference for some of the uh, academic advisors that are part of a employee resource group and they were just blown away by the community and the campus. And so, uh, as you've already said, uh, you don't have anything to worry about when it comes to this campus. Well, that's good. The event center open to all organizations or nonprofits or how does that work? Yes. All you have to do is, um, um, is reach out to our scheduler and, uh, they'll tell you if it's available or not and other spaces as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, uh, host Fairable Futures. Yes, we do. Every year. Um, as well. And so, um, and actually you helped do their uh, diversity, equity, inclusion training. Yes. As part of that. This will be the 
third year that I'm assisting with that. So they'll be back on campus uh, with us in just a few weeks now. Um, and it's been a joy to get to know all the new participants every year that comes through Faribault Future. So is that uh, training other businesses in town how to be have more open arms to people, the, the equity in business? Yes, that's part of it. Uh, some of the curriculum that we talk about is catered to on the inclusion side of things, right? And so it's like I'm working with a veteran, right? Veterans have different wants, needs, and desires, but everybody has the same goal. And so it's more language-based, right? How do how does a uh, um, a businessman or woman work with an educator, right? And how can we talk more about our commonalities than our differences? Because our differences are important, but they should galvanize us together. And so we do some really cool interactive activities. Um, and I'm proud to say we've had some South Central College employees come through Faribault's future uh, consistently. And so the things that I give them, even though I work with them, they take that and then spread it out to the rest of their departments and the divisions. And every single year, uh, it's a really, really, really good group, proud to assist that program in any way that South Central College can. That's awesome. Well, Dr. Parker, anything else you wanted to touch on here before we boogie? I don't think so. I've got a meeting downtown. I'm going to go have some coffee and introduce John to some more uh, community leaders. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to be a part of this community, and I look forward to talking and meeting with everybody and anybody. Uh, South Central College has done wonders for myself personally, and so I know how special this institution is. I know how special Faribault Community is and Rice County is in general. And so uh, what, what I would say, Dr. Parker, miles to go before we sleep, and I look forward to being a part of this fantastic community for a very long time. Awesome. That's good news. You like coffee? I do. You Still a tea drinker. I still love my tea, but I've learned to find coffee. Are you enjoyable. a coffee drinker? Oh, I have to have coffee. <laughs> well, gee, I should have offered you coffee instead of water. Well, you're going to have me back soon, right? I sure hope so. Yeah. I'd love to have that on a more regular basis. And again, you're welcome anytime. Looking forward to Stop it. Stop on in. We talk more about what's happening in this community of Faribault and, of course, Mankato. Yes. And North Mankato, to be more specific, right, is where the there campus is. North Mankato. North Mankato. They probably like you to separate them when you get over there. Nah. Haven't had too much of that. No. Well, you don't. No. Okay. no. We are one college with two locations. And that is something that we have said consistently and will continue to shout it from the rooftops. Right. That's the, that's the culture. That's what I said when I got here, mm-hmm. when I was a candidate for president. And I think we've uh, worked very hard to make that reality so that everybody's resourced, everybody feels the love um, and, and the presence of uh, that, that I'm here and that I'm present as well as the other leaders. And the programs are similar or different in the two campuses? There's, there, uh, there's some things that are unique. Okay, so when you, when you think about the history of Faribault, uh the the machine tool was you know one of the first programs to come here right um we know there's amazing uh, alumni that was in that first program when i speak of that program you know i always think of uh the gramsies right of course and so uh mike was in the first class right and then uh nursing was here right when it was at the johnson building right over by alina uh, by the hospital, 
And so those were here when we opened in 1964, as well as carpentry, right? And now uh, the machine tool and nursing are in both campuses and and both communities need them. Uh, Carpentry is unique to Faribault. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it has a history of building beautiful homes yes. in Faribault, right? And people always talked about the woodwork um, and, you know, just all the cabinet making that was done in that program. And uh, that is special to Faribault. And now we've got employers saying, well, we need students over in the Mankato area and we will shepherd them over here. And um, this year, um, it took a while to bring that program yeah. back. When I got here, uh, they had suspended it from the financial crisis. I brought it back. And um, we had some little bit of up and down in enrollment, but we've doubled the enrollment this year. Mm-hmm. And with the high school pathway now, I think it'll continue to grow. And we'll continue to uh, develop carpenters and builders out of Faribault. And we need that. Absolutely. The nation needs them. Boy, do we need good welders. Yes, we do. Uh, Another Faribault program specific is phlebotomy, and that is a 16-credit certificate. So most students choose to spread it out over between two semesters, but we do have students that enroll in that program and knock it out in 16 weeks. And so I don't know about, you know, you or anybody else listening. I want to make sure whoever's drawing my blood knows what they're doing. That's yeah. right. So when you go to the clinic, go over here to the line, I'd always ask, where'd you go to school? And they generally say South Central. Mm-hmm. And they get me. I'm hard to get my blood. And they get me the first time. They're, they're good. Yeah. You, I would say you hardly fear it. Uh, hardly feel it, right? I haven't had the best uh, history when it comes to being at the doctor's office and having needles and blood drawn. But our students, oh, they're smooth, real smooth. <laughs> Maybe rename the program the Vampire Program. <laughs> <laughs> that would catch people's eye, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I've only got about uh, less than a minute left, but I sure appreciate you coming in, Dr. Parker, and we we got to make this more often. Yes. And it was nice meeting you, John. Pleasure to meet you as well. You said I could stop by, so you'll be hearing from me. Yeah, you can. Anytime you've got something you want to talk about, you let me know, and we'll get you on the calendar. appreciate that. We'd love to have you stop by and talk more about all the great things that South Central College here in Faribault has to offer, as well as in North Mankato, because they're all one big happy college, just have two different campuses. That's the bottom line. Tomorrow, I think we're going to have some people in talking about some soup luncheons at a local church. I think. That hasn't been confirmed yet. Have a fantastic rest of the day, everybody. Stay dry. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.